Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. Dobrodojdovte vo Makedonske razglednica. My name is David Belidis. Ja sum Dragi Spasovski. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by Izvor Music. You can look at our website at izvormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com. Today's podcast is from West Central Macedonia. And the song is Bogdagobie Ibrahim Oja. When, don't ask me when, I don't remember when because I was just a child. And she actually is the only one who is still inside of my soul. The only voice I can hear of Ibrahim Oja. Mirved always stayed inside of me because probably that was the best interpretation of this song. Mirved Belovska is well-known Macedonian singer who mostly in the repertoire has Chaldia-style songs. And this is one of those Chaldia songs unforgettable that you ever recorded. Could you explain a little bit for our listeners what Chaldia means? Chaldia is an orchestra influenced by the Turkish music. You remember, we had the Turks for some time over the Balkans. And inevitably, we there had to be some influence of their oriental, not rhythm, but they had their special way of instrumentation. And not only that, they uh, kind of introduced the oud in Macedonia. They introduced the grnata. Uh, what's that? I don't know That's that one. That's a clarinet, which is a longer and ah. kind of thicker, and it has deeper sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a specific clarinet instrument, which is included within the chalgia. And then also included the kanun. But of course, you know, all these instruments were engaged in making Macedonian music. And that makes it different. It sounds different. Different from the Turkish, you mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. way differently. These instruments are actually employed in different kind of music. And the Macedonian music, most probably, you know, is music which can really blend with the tunes that this instrument can make. So these were instruments played by Macedonians in the genre, the Chalgia genre, was created by Macedonian musicians, not by Turkish musicians. Yes, you can say that. But, you know, I must also say that there were some Turk musicians who played Macedonian music. Mm-hmm. You know, living mm-hmm. at, uh, on the Balkans, living with the Macedonians for centuries, 
they knew a lot about the Macedonian music too. You cannot, you know, that they ignored the music, the fact that they, you know, that the people they were with had their own folklore, their own music, their own way of expressing the music. And somehow, they, you know, a good musician living there, they just were able to catch up you know, with everything. Just like the Macedonians sometimes can play beautifully Turkish music too. And in some orchestras, Chalgi orchestras nowadays, most of the musicians are Macedonians. And it doesn't mean that they're not play as well as, you know, the Turkish musicians included in the Chalgi orchestras. Mirvet Belovska, actually she's a Macedonian, but she's a Macedonian Muslim. And she was converted at some point during the Ottoman Empire by force, not by, you know, their personal choice of... The, the, the family was, or all Macedonian Muslims were? All Macedonian okay, Muslims. Okay, so not just her family. No, not just her family. There was a part, you know, when they were kind of, you know, ultimated, you either change your language and keep the Christian religion, or you can change the religion but keep the language. So she kept the language, the language Macedonian. Exactly. She and kept, she changed her religion. Exactly. Uh, her, or her family changed the religion to be Muslim. Exactly. And even the name, they changed the names too. She's Mirvet, which is a Muslim name. Mm -hmm. It's not a Macedonian name. But the thing is, her singing, David, is so pure Macedonian. It's unbelievable the way she expresses, you know, this purity of the Macedonian music. It's a shame we don't have any recordings of her here. And if any of our listeners do have a recording of Mirvet Belovska, please do contact us and let us know, and we'll put them on for a later show. Is there a name for... A Macedonian Muslim. Is there a Macedonian name? Yeah, we do have a name. It's uh, Torbeshi. Torbeshi. But I must admit, the name itself is not kind of, you know, big compliment. It's not very polite for these people to be addressed. Aha. Uh -huh. I don't know why. It used to be kind of regular common name for these people. Like we have Albanians who change the language and kept the religion, they're being called Shkreti, which in Albanian, Shkret means somebody who has been deserted. And these people have been called Torbeshi. I don't know why. But anyway, there are still Macedonians living in Macedonia. You can find them, not in a big number. But the thing is, you can recognize immediately their music. It's a Macedonian music with a slight difference. Maybe the, the, the language they use, which is pure Macedonian, it is very clear, clean, pure Macedonian. But the way they talk, it's specific to um, among these communities. The dialect, you mean? They have a dialect? They have a dialect. Uh -huh. Yeah. So let's go back to Mirvet Belovska. She probably is the only one and the best women Chalgia singer in Macedonia, and she remained forever. She also recorded with the Naruden Orchestra, too, successfully, but she is known for her Chalgia-style singing. Her voice is mellow. It, it has some kind of sadness. Even if you don't understand the words, the way she expresses the feeling just overwhelms the sadness, and you can easily catch that feeling. And in some of the songs, she sings the Macedonian, should I say, unfortunate history of being occupied from one and another nation. Another good thing about her is she does not only sing about the Macedonian Muslims. 
She also sings about Macedonians too, like Zaplakalo mi selo Mariovo. She sings about the national hero of Macedonia, Georgi Sugare, who was, you know, a person who defended the population from the Ottoman uh, thieves and uh, aggressors. And the song, she sings about Mariovo, which is a western part of Macedonia, and she's not from that part of Macedonia. I always wanted to meet Mirved, and I loved her singing. Whenever she sang the radio, I was all a year. And I never had a chance to... That's too bad. Yeah, but no, no. But I met her when I was something like uh, 19, uh, when I was with Olsen Nikolov. We had a few concerts in Bulgaria, and she was a guest, special guest. Oh, that's guest. funny, so you yeah. did get to meet so her. So I did, I, I did meet her, and um, I thought Mirvet is, you know, a, a person coming from the, the sky. Yeah, like a goddess. Yeah, exactly. And there was this lady... Just like anybody else, smiling, laughing, she said good sense of humor. And she was among all of us, just, just like, you know, anybody would be. And that even made me love her more than <laughs> something else. She also has a brother who is a singer. He recorded not very many, some songs for Radioscopia. They were very successful at the time. He did not stay for a long time you know, with the radio. For some reason, I don't know why. She's the one who introduced this song yep. to the public, basically. Yeah, right. And Bogda Gobie, Ibrei Moja, was also recorded by a couple of other singers, but in a different style. They changed the style, like uh, one uh, recording is with brass band, and it's not as original as it should be, because you can tell that this is a Chalgia-style song. It just changed the whole thing. The singer was, is very popular, but changing the instruments made it different. Sure, sure it did. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, so much that Goran Alakchki tried to keep the originality of the song. He gave the song a Chalgia sense and feeling. Right, without using Chalgia instruments. Exactly. Yeah. And you can, even people have told me, oh, how successful, this is Chalgia. Well, of course, you know, Goran knew what to do. Yeah. And he did not want to ruin the originality of the song which I appreciate very much. So what does this song actually mean? Well, again, this is about the time when Macedonia was under the Ottoman uh, domination, and a Turkish noble is coming to collect the taxes, and in the song, the singer calls him Thief of Thieves. Why? Because he is coming to collect the taxes, and they had no mercy in the collection. When these poor people greet him, many years to you, He's so smart, he says, no, may your ears be many and mine less. Because as long as they leave, they pay the taxes. Uh -huh. So that's a line out of the song. Yeah, it's abundance to him. He would be more happy not to have them leave, outlive him, so he can collect the taxes. So is it basically a song about the villagers' relationship with the tax collector? No, actually, this is in general talking about the taxes the Macedonians were paying, you know, during the Ottoman Empire. There were so many of them, and it must have been hard to them to fulfill the obligations of paying the taxes. And that's why Bogdagobie, the title itself, the meaning is, May God Strike Ibrahim Hoja, the Thief of Thieves.
You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards brought to you by EzvorMusic.com. Слушавте Македонска разгледница, представено от EzvorMusic.com. We're your hosts, David Belitis и Драги Спасовски. Благодарим, че бяхте с нас и до слушания.